Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. I am Saya, and this is my big daddy, Wade. 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 People on the radio don't know what we're doing. We're waving to the screen. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a few weeks. We'll get into why that was. We, we keep having these consistency things come up that are just out of our control, honestly. But we're going to get that you know, sorted hopefully soon. Um, but for the moment, Father, what is yes. your win for this week? Well, my win for this week is really kind of uh, two things kind of combined, but they're very, they're they're related. I mentioned on a previous episode that particularly the last part of the last quarter of the year always has a big pull on my time. Uh, for some, there's some projects that I have that are, that are just take a lot of lot of my time and energies and we advance those and I'm actually in the moving towards the coasting part of that and when I say coasting there's still things to do but it's the the heavy lift is is just about um, completed uh, a couple big things in the next couple of weeks and then it'll, then it'll be kind of more in coast mode which is really nice but the the other thing that actually ties to that um, which is really bigger win is, you know, one of the things that I, I regularly look at in my, in my work and the things that I'm doing are what are those things that I'm doing? Am I still the person who needs to be doing these going forward? Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, some of those things are, I, I did need to be doing certain things to a certain point, but at a certain point in time, it just becomes more uh, mechanical and not strategic. And, and it, this one is getting more into that realm. And so uh, we are talking about transferring that over to some other folks in the, in the company so that I, my time is freed up for some other more strategic aspects. So that's, that's my win is that uh, it'll be another year of working with it, but it'll be more on the transitional stage, which is, which is cool. That's great. So, and it sounds like you're getting a little bit of that burden off of you for sure. That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. And, and it's really, it's really also good from, from a few vantage points. One, yes, it is that relief, but there's always new energies that come in. There was another, another couple of things that I recently transferred to another individual in, in my company. Um, and um, they've got new energies, they've got new insights, they've got new uh, ideas and creativity that apply to it. And there's always enhancements that happen from that. So, you know, it's not just that it's off my plate and on somebody else's plate. It's in those situations, it, it improves as well because everybody has their, has their unique talents that they can bring to the, to the equation. So what about you? I mean, when you look at this past uh, week, two weeks, three weeks, because uh, yeah. it's been about three weeks since we've been doing this, what, what would you say were, you, were uh, was your biggest win? Uh, my biggest win actually started today, which is that uh, I'm participating in NaNoWriMo this year. For those who don't know what that is, it's National Novel Writing Month, and it's basically you set a goal of like 50,000 words uh, over the course of November in your novel. And so I am doing it this year. Um, I'm not 100% if it's going to be actually shooting for full 50,000. I might go for 40,000. I'm still kind of mm -hmm. going back and forth on that. But it's been really good so far. I mean, I'm only one day in, um, but I've been planning for it for a little bit now and working toward it for a little bit now. So I feel kind of equipped to work on it. And it, I think it's going to really help me kind of get out of a funk, a slump that I've been in with my writing for a while now, just make a lot of progress. Um, I did like 1300 words today something like that and that was actually a little below pace for the goals um that i, I would need to be closer to like 2k for today just 
kind of blocking out things like Thanksgiving and stuff like that ahead mm-hmm. of time and knowing, you know, when there's going to be time. But anyway, but right. it feels like a big win just to be doing it and committed and, and you know, jumping into it. It's It's been really good in the lead up to like not just today, but just having that to look forward to and to plan for and work toward having the follow through on it. So, so are you using this as an advantage to work on the, the book that you had in your, that you'd already started, or are you using this as kind of a, a, another creation that you're working on? Yeah, this is working on the same book. uh, The one that I had to kind of restart that actually ties into the topic for today, that restarting, uh, which I'll get into it in just a second, but yeah, it's the same book. Um, Okay. So I'm, it'll end up being a higher word count than whatever the goal is because some of it's already been done. Um, But Mm -hmm. this is just about doing a certain number of words toward it in the month, more than hitting a certain total. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's great. So you kind of teased us with a little bit of a topic. So why don't you introduce that for everybody? This kind of came from conversations I was having with one of my writing coaches um, who does critiques. Her name is Lauren. When I restarted the book, because I just ran into some issues, I was realizing there were problems with the story that that I couldn't reconcile. I had to make some big changes. So when I shared with her for critique the part that I had sort of started over and written some new material, she said something to me in the midst of her critique that really stood out to me, which was that she was like, I know you thought that you had to restart the book entirely from zero, but I don't actually know that you have to do that. She said, you, with this new material you've added and with what I've read before, I actually think that some of the problems that you have been having not are entirely resolved, but they're improved for sure by the new material you're doing. She encouraged me that when I'm looking at restarting the book, I had been thinking of that as starting from zero, basically, and it felt like Mm -hmm. starting from zero. But because of the new material I was doing, it was actually more like, hey, there's a lot more of the work I did earlier this year that I can reuse and I can pull from than I originally thought. I'm not losing Mm -hmm. nearly as much progress as I thought I was. And the phrase she specifically used was, you know, focus on what you have now, not on what you had before. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I was focused on what I had before, it was focused on, all right, I'm going to have to do all this over again and whatever. But what I have now with these new passages I was writing, it changes the dynamic. It changes the dynamic of what I had in such a way that it actually improves things across the board. Um, Mm -hmm. And of course, I'm going to have to redo a whole lot of stuff. There's a whole lot I wrote that won't I won't be able to reuse, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's nowhere near as kind of an intense process as I originally thought it was going to be because of these new efforts. So just that idea really stuck out to me as something worth talking about. Just this idea of, I think sometimes with, especially when it comes to looking at our progress in life or especially when we feel like we've failed, Mm -hmm. we feel like we've failed or we feel like we've lost progress or we're having to read restart or, um, you know, kind of retread the same ground. It's the same sort of idea as like, you know, people talk about this with fitness, like you work out for, you know, a year and then you fall off and you don't do anything and you gain a bunch of weight back and whatever. Right. Which is a situation very relatable to me because that's where I've been for a while. And the reality is like, 
if I start on a fitness journey where I am now, I actually am much better equipped for that fitness journey than I was the first time I did it. Correct. Because I have more now in the sense that I have knowledge, I have some muscle memory, I have experience, I have whatever from, you know, previous fitness journey or journeys uh, that improves my success and speeds things up and and helps me on my current journey. So this Mm. is something that applies in a lot of areas of life um, and in kind of your success journey, just this idea that what you have now, you probably have more now in various ways than you did the first time you tried something. Or maybe mm-hmm. you never tried at all, but you gained more experience, more ideas, more more connections, whatever. And maybe now is a better time for you to try something than it would have been a few years ago, right? So that's kind of the yeah. core idea. This really reaches into so many different aspects. Um, sometimes we look back with nostalgia or rose-colored glasses or without a really necessarily a, a sense of perspective. It's, it's, it's almost a romanticizing of, of a previous time period or previous situation. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'll give you an example. Um, over my career, I've worked with a lot of, well, a lot of companies that I've had have merged in other companies into them. When, when a company comes in and they're merged into a company, um, kind of establishing themselves under their new brand and all those kind of things t- tends to be a, a struggle for a lot of people. There, there's a consistent theme I've heard many, many, many times from, from some organizations once they've merged into a, a company that I've been with, and that is that no one knows who we are anymore. You know, so, so the, 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 con- the struggle is where I am now, um, no one knows where we are. People don't know our, our name as well, or we're not as well branded. And it's really interesting because coupled with that is always, well, everybody knew who we were before. But I don't know that that's actually the case in all reality. I mean, I think that, that you know, there's reasons why sometimes these mergers take place. There's reasons why uh, things are there. And, and I would imagine if you went back in time and sat down with those individuals before even that merger was even a consideration, you said, how well are you known? You know, how well is your brand? I imagine they would have probably said, well, we're struggling to with that. That's something that we're really, we're trying to get better at. But when you go back and you look with hindsight, you start romanticizing the past as if you're so much further along than you, than you may have actually been. And Mm. so I think one thing that we do is we, we kind of rose color glasses things. And we do that in so many ways. We do that financially. We do that with projects. We do that with our fitness. We do that with uh, so many things. So I think one of the aspects of that advice that that she says, focus on what you have, not what you had. I think yep. one aspect of it that we need to consider is, or I guess guard against, is distorted romanticizing of the past. It doesn't mean we can't learn from our history and that kind of stuff, but we we can we can sometimes fool ourselves at the same time. Yeah, and I think we can also do the same thing kind of in the inverse too, where, because mm-hmm. uh, this, this can be like a purely, you know, I've gained a lot thing, or it can also be, hey, my position has changed and I need to be realistic, right? Mm -hmm. If you, just using the fitness thing as an example, because I've got it on the brain. Like if you have an injury, right? Mm -hmm. And you go into, uh, you're recovering from that injury and you go into your fitness journey uh, again after recovering and you 
you know, there is a reality that there is a little bit of a slower progress. You have to accommodate for the injury. You have to make sure that you maybe you're doing even completely different kind of exercise in order to, you know, strengthen that area. Like if you have Mm -hmm. a back injury or something like that. Right. And so you have to be wise about too, like just because you used to be somewhere doesn't necessarily mean you still are. And you could Mm -hmm. actually re-injure yourself if you, you know, try and jump into something you're not prepared for. And that might sound like a little bit of a pessimistic uh, approach to it, but it's more about just appreciating the truth of a situation. And that applies applies in both directions, right? Like it's easy to have an inaccurate view of your current situation if if you're romanticizing the past, right? Right. Or in my situation with my book, like, it's easy to feel discouraged because I feel like I've got a mountain to climb that I've already climbed once. Right. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I'm processing now that that's not true. Um, but that's just it. It's not true. It's more about getting connected with the truth of a situation and the truth aligning your perspective with what reality actually is rather than either being discouraged or over committing to something you're not ready for or whatever it may be. Um, I think that's a really really good point. Yeah, it's not so much about optimism, pessimism, you know, positive, negative. It's not really about that. It's more about getting outside of yourself and understanding a more accurate perspective. Yeah, the perspective is the key because if you've got your eyes set on the past, then you you oftentimes overlook all the advantages that you have currently. So so yes, you are you are reworking this book, for example, but you have you're at a totally different place than you were before. You've got an understanding of your storyline more than you did before. You have an understanding of your characters more than you did before. You have an understanding of your work process more than you did before. You're in a new place with new friends, new inspiration, which are always going to bring about new creativity. That's a different thing. It's much like uh, when you are uh, maybe in a new, a new job or something of that nature. Sometimes it's a matter of really looking and saying, wow, and taking stock of all the all the benefits that are around you. Even when it feels like you've taken a step back, I have found that there's normally purpose in it. And there's usually a lot of good fruit that can come from that. There's been times in my career where, where I took a step backwards. There's been times that I, I took a different level position that was lower than I had had experienced. And in some cases, uh, lower compensation or in in some cases, even substantially lower compensation. But where I was in my life and the things that I was dealing with and the things that I was looking at, I found that in some cases, I actually appreciated the different circumstance better than it was when it was in a previous state. For example, there's been times in my career, you know, I had my own business for a while. I enjoyed that and I had some good success there. But there was a t- point in time where I I had to, and I think I've shared this in my book or one of my books that, you know, determined to close that business. If you're looking at where you are now versus there, there's, you know, there's freedom, there's independence, there's a lot of benefits of being your own business owner. There's also a lot of pressure. There's also a lot of stress. There's also a lot of time. I mean, I was oftentimes working seven days a week to keep up with all the things that I needed to do. So every circumstance has has its benefits. And so it's I'm not talking about purely optimism versus pessimism, like you said earlier, but I think I think perspective is probably the right word. 
So, I mean, when you think about this topic you, right now, where you're living and breathing this is with respect to to the book. When you got that advice, you know, is there one thing about that that you really are, it's really keeping you motivated from that perspective? I think it has helped to reduce the amount of the feeling of futility that can come sometimes mm. when you feel like you have to redo a bunch of work or whatever. It can start to feel like your efforts are futile because it's like, well, I put in so much work and now I, before this conversation that I'm talking about, I was like, well, do I have to throw it all away? And that mm. was, you know, a whole lot of work. And so it, just having that perspective, that more accurate perspective of, you know, I, I don't, I don't have to throw it all away. Um, there's a lot I do, but there's a lot that I can salvage. And there's a lot of, you know, like you said, like you, you have way more knowledge and way more understanding of the things you're trying to do, um, mm -hmm. you know, when you're returning to it. I think that's the biggest thing is it, it has helped to reduce that sort of exhaustion, that sort of feeling of futility and exhaustion. Um, and mm -hmm. give me a little more encouragement of, okay, like I can, I can do this. I can, you know, get back into it and, and make progress again and all that. So we talk about this a lot, you know, the, your journey to success is not a linear path and it really is about the journey. There are goals that you have. There are th objectives you're going to want, you're going to want to reach and that you will reach. But once you reach it, you're going to set another goal. So when we really think about it, we live in that journey that journey of moving things forward to, to what we're trying to achieve. If you're in one of those places right now where you feel like you've taken some step backs or two steps back or, or, or you're climbing that same hill again or for the third time or fourth time, look around you, I, I guess is what I would say, because there's probably a lot of wisdom that you've gained. There's probably a lot of blessings that you have around you that you have maybe are, have, have not thought about from that perspective. Just recognize it's just another step along the way. And so you're, you're not going backwards. It's part of that journey, and and I would just encourage you not to get discouraged from that standpoint because you you do have a lot now. Well, Dad, I think that that's a good place for us to wrap it up for today. But before yeah. we do, yes. what is your weekly favorite? Oh, it's the weekly favorite. I had a kind of tough time narrowing down this week because, first of all, uh, my wife uh, was out of town for about a week, and she came. We she was able to come back, and so I was so excited to see her again. So that was that was a, a favorite part, getting to pick her up at the airport. And even extra special was that your sister actually is has moved uh, back with us for for a period of time, and so getting to see her, which uh, haven't gotten to see her for a while. Uh, so that's been a weekly favorite. And yesterday, at least yesterday, from the time that we film our filmed and recorded this. It was uh, Halloween. And so I enjoyed kind of handing out candy and watching the trick-or-treaters as they came by the door and watching uh, the great pumpkin Charlie Brown on TV and, and that kind of stuff. So I, I think I said in one of the previous episodes, I want to enjoy the holidays. And so I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah. How about you? So this is kind of tied in with, uh, I said earlier that we were going to explain why there's been an absence and this is, this is it. So this is not my favorite, but, uh, <laughs> but Audrey and I got COVID and we mm -hmm. were really sick for uh, like two weeks. Um, and Emma, our dog really early into that 
also got sick uh, and we actually had to take her to the emergency animal hospital over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just a really awful time. But one thing that was and so we obviously couldn't record. That's why right. there haven't been episodes anyway. So one thing that was really cool about it, though, was because we're both sick, we're both just I mean, we're just dead. We didn't really have energy to do anything except for just kind of hang out. And so we just cuddled on the couch watching movies a lot for Mm. like a week. That was what our nights were. We're just watching movies together. And that was really nice. Um, I mean, it's not like we never do that or something, but just having that extra time that felt really special. And it was really nice to spend time with Audrey and uh, Mm. and Emma. Emma would, you know, climb up between us usually and. You know, so the three of us are all sitting on the couch watching whatever movies. And so that was really fun. And and for reassurance, y'all are both feeling better and Emma's feeling better. Yeah, no, Emma was better way before we were. Um, <laughs> she was better after a few days. When, once we gave her the medicine the doctor gave us, it took us a while. But and we're still yeah. kind of recovering a little bit. We still have some of the exhaustion and um, just, you know, a little bit of stuff. But we're, you know. We're t- we don't have COVID anymore. Like we're totally better in that regard. It's just recovering from having been really sick, you know, yeah. and your body rebuilding energy and all that kind of stuff. So, well, I'm glad you're better. Yeah, me too. So, well, folks, uh, we appreciate you listening and joining us. So sorry for that delay of, of a few weeks, but I think you now know why that was. And you know, the reality is, we're going to try to be consistent and, and drop some uh, some a new podcast every week. But um, there are going to be times that, that there may be something that comes up that we'll miss, and in those cases, we'll explain kind of what's going on. But we do wish you the best, and I encourage you to reach out to us um, if you have ideas for us. If you have comments for us or you want to share some of your stories go to uh, speakpipe.com slash msp and you can leave a voicemail with your comments and we will we be eager to hear that any other thoughts you have Saya? i don't think so just thanks for listening and we'll see you next time sounds great bye-bye this violet sky, the meaningful success podcast is myself saya and my father wade that's me that's him. Music is Brings Back the Feeling by Daniel Gunnerson, licensed through Epidemic Sound. And if you want to check out more about our podcast, you can visit our website at meaningfulsuccesspodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Whoa.